Welcome to the Homeschool Loftcast, a podcast presented by the Homeschool Loft in De Pere, Wisconsin. Our goal at the Loft is to encourage parents who educate their children at home and let them know that they are both called to and empowered for the task of home-based education. At the Loft itself, we offer one-on-one consultations, book clubs and discussion groups, workshops and seminars, and a curriculum viewing library. Through the Loftcast, we extend our reach to encourage and bless homeschooling parents everywhere. And today, it's been a long time, Jenny. It's just you and me. <laughs> Woo! We, uh, we planned this to not have a guest today because Jenny has been doing something really cool for the last six months or so. She has been running family book clubs in our community, and she is going to talk to us today. I'm going to ask her the questions. Yeah. about what she's been doing with all these family book clubs. So are you excited, Jenny? I'm so excited. And let's let it be said that I don't have the answers in front of me. You don't have the questions in front of you. you I don't have, have the no questions clue. or answers. Right? Yeah, it's true. So I could ask you anything and you literally. <laughs> On the fly, guys. On wouldn't have a clue, fly. right? Yeah. But you wanted it that way. I did. Yes, yes. This is good. Yeah. So so we're going to talk like all the details, family book club, because um, first of all, we need to know what these things are, but then also the nuts and bolts of how people do this in case they yeah. want to do it as well. That's right. Um, so we will get into all of that, but family book club. Jenny, what activities from like start to finish are encompassed within this concept of a family book club? Yeah. Pretty much how the whole thing runs. Yeah. Like don't tell us all the details, but what are the components? Yes. Well, the component, it goes something like this because should I say, um, so many times I hear that I hear this. My children just really don't like to read. They don't like books. They don't like to read. Mm-hmm. And I know that that can't be true. It just cannot be true. So we wanted to have this opportunity for parents to read with their children. Mm-hmm. Not just the parents reading to the children, but the children reading as well. Just that special time. Reading out loud never ends. How do we know this? Audible. That's how you don't outgrow it. If you listen to Audible, it doesn't matter, right? Mm -hmm. So here's what, what we do. We choose a book and then we tell the parents, read that book with your kiddos, have your kids read out loud, use that special time to just bond with books and story. Mm -hmm. And then, um, then we have a parent meeting, Mm -hmm. a mandatory, let's use the big bad word. We'll talk about that as we get into it. Yep. The mandatory parent meeting. (laughs) And after that, a couple of weeks further out, then we meet, we meet up somewhere and we bring the story to life. And you have a party. And we have a party, a book party. Yep. Right. So it's the pick a book and get the families into the book, have this meeting so the parents know what's going to be going on at the yep. party. Yes. And then have the party. That's right. That sounds pretty simple. Is that easy? Right. It's that it. We put it out. We advertise mm-hmm. three to four weeks, four to six weeks. They read the book. Then we have the mandatory parent meeting. Then we have the book party. And there you go. That's it. It's really that simple, right? That's right. So you said you got the idea because you talked to these parents whose kids maybe don't like to read or the parents don't know that they like to read or could enjoy reading. Okay, that's cool. But um, your husband had something to do with it because what did he buy you? Yeah, a long time ago, it seems like, but not probably that long ago. Last year. Year and a half, maybe? A year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
we were at a bookstore and we're book people love reading. (laughs) And my husband wandered over near me and he was holding up this book (laughs) and it was none other than a wild and free. uh, I don't even know what is the title of the book. I'm not sure, but. I didn't look that up. I don't yeah, know. No idea. We can link oh, it for you. Wild and Free Book Club Activities. That's I think. exactly it's what good. it There's is. Going to, the link is going to be yes. in the show notes. Yes. So. Well, I had no clue. Had never heard of Wild and Free at the time. Okay. And you know how we're always, you know, as moms, like scanning, well, hmm, is this a legit homeschool thing? What is mm-hmm. this? And I was thinking that. And he said, babe, this would be such a great idea. Take this book, start these book things. And so, excuse me. Sure enough, that's what we did. So what, what is in this book? the way the book is laid out is there are suggestions of books mm-hmm. and for each book, there's a list of activities. There's a list of pl- suggestions as to where you could have this book party adventure. Mm-hmm. There are um, snack ideas that you incorporate with the book party. Uh, a little bit about the book mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Beautiful pictures, mm-hmm. not of the book, but of people kind of having the party, <laughs> the party things. Yeah. Yeah. So and the book is like the party planning component. You wouldn't so need that, anything else. Yes. Yeah, you could you don't have to make book. it up on your own yeah. because there's like, what, 24, 28 books exactly. kind of talked about That's within right. this wild and yeah. free book. For all ages. Okay. And when I say all ages, let me define what that means. That means that reading and story and adventure are for all. Remember that we are not copying the behaviors of this world. Mm -hmm. So we do not put children into little reading categories. We don't say this is for fourth graders only. (laughs) You have to be at least in second grade because even when littles come, it's okay. Even if they don't quite understand the story itself, they're still experiencing the adventure of the story. So that is exactly the purpose. We're bringing that adventure. And I love that um, Ainsley Arment says this so well in, in that book. Mm-hmm. She says, many times children fall in love with the, um, the adventure of the story, even before the book reading part of itself. Mm-hmm. I'm not quoting her. Okay, yeah. in a roundabout way, that's what she says. Sure. And that, if you're a reader and you're an avid reader as a parent, you get that. Mm-hmm. It's true. You you try to come up with all these ways to get your children excited. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. What I like about this, I mean, there's a lot of things I like about yeah. it, but um, is... Newer homeschooling parents, I think, hear the idea that they should read aloud to their kids. Um, But they probably had stopped reading out loud to their kids when their kids went off to school. That's right. right. We do it with our babies and our toddlers and our preschoolers. And then they think that when kids learn to read for themselves, that you don't do it. I taught at a high school level. I taught English as a second language. Yeah. I did read aloud with the high school students that That's I taught so and they loved it. They yes. would beg me not to to end it each yeah. day. But a lot of parents don't get that because if their kids were in school for a season or they just think that 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 is done, that read aloud thing. And so what I like about this whole concept just getting Ainsley's book or actually implementing book club parties yeah. in your own community is it helps parents to start with Here's a couple dozen really good yeah. quality books so mm-hmm. that they don't have to try to figure out what are the good sure. books. I mean, there's so many classic and not just old style classic, yeah. but newer classics, yeah. old classics. But here you have a couple dozen ideas so you don't have to reinvent the wheel and you can just get the book and start. Yeah. I right? mean, we this is our 
Oh, is there a fourth one? Well, like, so my next question is, you're reading my mind. Yeah. I want you to tell our audience which of the, what three books have you done so far? Yes. We're, we're taping this, by the way, in mid-October, but mm-hmm. it's going to drop probably December. So when you hear this, it's going to be December. So I'm going to have Jenny tell you the three books she's already done and the one that we're gearing up to do right after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Well, we went out with, we, we started this whole thing with a big book. I guess you could say, because I think this book that we began with, I don't think it's a book many parents nowadays uh, would want to read to their kids, right? And I only say that because this book gets a lot of bad, it has a bad reputation that it is, um, you know, there's some bad things in the book. And that book is Tom Sawyer. And I don't know why people have that. Gets, yeah. that it doesn't. Why does it get a bad rap? It's an excellent yeah. Well, book. it gets a bad rap because you know the the N word is in there because that was the custom for the day. Yeah. So that's just the way they talked, and you know they played Indians and they did all these things. And he wasn't always the most respectful. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so and their weapons and oh uh, some mentions of they're in a graveyard and Mm. all of these things, some haunting and things of the sort, but listen, moms and dads. And this is what I told one, one mom that I was talking to, this is a great platform for you, this conversation. So when you, we don't hold these things away from our children. Mm -hmm. This is a great platform to talk about those things Mm -hmm. and to say, you know, it's, it's perfect to bring Christ right into the middle of all of this. All have sinned all fall short of the glory of God. We don't keep our children away from these topics. Now, I'm not saying drown them in the culture of the world by any means, but what I am saying is make certain that you have a discussion so that your children know the enemy. Okay. So that's Tom Sawyer. Yes. So we, oh, it was beautiful. We have, um, actually Christy who, uh, partners with the loft and does some speech therapy with the kiddos there. Her and her husband, Steve live on a farm, Mm -hmm. a hobby farm. They have horses and it's just gorgeous, beautiful galore, right? Kittens galore, (laughs) dogs. And they actually had a a fence that needed to be painted white. (laughs) And so all the kids lined up and Steve was so kind to direct that activity. And we had, um, we had the paint, we had paint, you know, real paintbrushes. We had littles all the way to older kids painting the fence. We didn't have this thing that said, nope, that little one's too little. No, we, we allowed them all to have it. We told the parents ahead of time, pack some old clothes we're going to be doing. So we did bobbing for apples and we played games and horses and animals. It was a dream. We had uh, fried chicken <laughs> for the meal. And one of the moms made some homemade bread. It was so good. And um, that was that. And so after Tom Sawyer, of course, the next story that we did was... Anne of Green Gables. Yay. So that was another beautiful location where we did that. We have a place here. Well, and in, can I just interrupt? Yeah. I like how you do that because, you know. You see that on purpose. Boys and girls can read yes. books about boys or girls. It yeah. doesn't matter. But to try to kind of have a different kind of protagonist and yeah. point of view and variety so that it's not all the same because kids might not know that it's okay for them to read a book with a protagonist for the other gender. Absolutely. They'll learn, yeah. but they'll be drawn to it 
and then they'll kind of figure things out as we exactly. go. Exactly. Right? And people are people. Yep. Kids are kids. Mm-hmm. And the girls can be just as sassy as the boys. Well, <laughs> so Anne of Green Gables was our next one. And we met at a location here in Green Bay, Wisconsin, that is called, uh, I guess it's called the Green Bay Bo- Botanical Gardens. Yes, it is. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's the Botanical Gardens. Um, so we, with that one, um, we had, and we always encourage the kids as well to dress the part if yep. they want to. Nobody has to, but a lot did. of them do though. They, they really did. Homeschoolers like to dress up. Yeah. And you can actually look at our website. Mm-hmm. Tina had put the pictures up there. They're just oh, so good. And the kids, if you're going to look at the Anna Green Gables, I just, I will brag on those children because uh, we did not line them up. If you go to our website, www.homeschoolloft.com and you look at the pictures of the Anne of Green Gables event, you will see a group of children who got themselves all situated for the picture. <laughs> and the moms, the moms wanted to help. They wanted to jump in and kind of arrange the kids. But guess what? The kids are so capable of doing it and they were so excited. And so that was that one, Anne of Green Gables. And you had some food and it was up another. We had some food, uh, you know, just a blast. And we ate kind of in this little wooded part of the Botanical Gardens. Um, And that was in the summer. So Tom Sawyer and Anne of Green Gables happened last summer. Yep. And our fall book was. Yes. And then we just wrapped up our fall book and that was Charlotte's Web. And Charlotte's Web was another amazing adventure, storybook adventure that we brought to life. We all met at a place called Porter's Patch, which is located in Bondwell, Wisconsin. And this perfect season for this book, it was the trees are gorgeous. Uh, fall. It was October. It was October. Mm-hmm. And it happened to be probably the coldest day in October yet <laughs> that day where it was all of a sudden kind of winterish. But um, we had hay rides. We had corn mazes. There were um, hay, hay bales, round hay bales stacked up, painted that the children could climb. Um, there were baby pigs I saw in the pictures. Uh, and then you had some kind of activity with like str- making, uh, yeah. using string yes. to make a, a web. Yeah. So my husband, of course, because we like to wait till the very last minute. <laughs> and I was still considering all these different activities. And so he was at Walmart. Is there anything I can get you? Get me some yarn. And so he bought some white yarn mm-hmm. and the kids just all sat in a circle. We handed the yarn ball around everybody held on to a piece and then they would have to walk across I kind of did that because there's so many kids and we just made this web yeah and it was just it it was a big huge web that came to life Mm -hmm. and got all tangled just like a web (laughs) uh what else we just played games we ran we had relay races all the things so good and ate we everybody packed a lunch and it was freezing it was so cold out but they had picnic tables and yeah, each family had a lunch. Mm-hmm. I think what's cool as well is that word of mouth has spread about yeah. these events mm-hmm. because each time you've done one, there's been more kids yeah, than the prior, really right? Has. How many yes. were at the Charlotte's Web gathering? Oh, altogether we had um, 50, 50 people all together. <sighs> So parents and kids, parents and children. And I have to say the kids are always asking me what's going to come next. What's the next book we're going to read? And 
So, so tell our listeners what the book is, because if you live yeah. in or around Brown County, Wisconsin, you can participate you in this one. Yes. Um, the next book, which will be the party, will be the end of February of 2023. So the sign up ends before then. But what is it, Jenny? The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Mm-hmm. None other than Narnia. Hey, did you guys, okay, on, Tina, I don't know if you saw this, but on the Facebook page, I put this little joke, this meme that I saw in there, and it said, yeah. um, uh, oh, what do you do? It, it was a picture, yeah, it said, what are you doing in there? And then somebody was standing in a wardrobe, and it said, Narnia business. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, that's such a dad joke. Okay, but here's the thing with with this. I'm glad that, and we're going to reiterate this date, and we can put it in the, the link thing. Yep. While we were at... Uh, Porter's Patch for Charlotte's Web, they asked me, when will it be? And one of the moms said, and I said, it's in December. (laughs) Yep, I said that. Yep, it's in December. And she said, oh my goodness, well, we're going to be traveling in December. I hope that we can make it. And I said, yeah, well, I mean, I think it's December. And I even may have said the mid of December. And then one of the other moms, who was Heather, she said, yeah, I I don't think it is December. I actually think, I thought she said then, she thought it was January. I'm not sure. But all of that to say is that day I go home, I look on the website and thankfully, Tina Hollenbeck, who has everything (laughs) completely organized and good to go, I look on there and it turns out, nope, it's February. It's fe- no, I was I was wrong. So you we guys- did decide that together, though. You just we forgot yeah, because sure. the idea was not do something during Christmas season because exactly people are it. between Thanksgiving yes. and Christmas. Nobody's going to yeah. do something like that and then get everybody kind of back into it. So give them a few weeks to read as a family in January. That's in, right. In the first half of February. So you helped me decide that. That wasn't me. I just so, didn't remember. I yeah. And that's OK. So we have that coming yeah. up. And so. Let's back it up a little bit. When you started these, the first couple of them, you actually, you had used this wild and free book and you still are. And so for the first couple ones that you planned, in case some of our listeners are thinking about, I I could maybe plan something like this in my community, even just for a few families, you use the wild and free platform to plan it and organize it. Can you tell our listeners about that a little bit? And in case they maybe want to get the book and use the wild and free platform to do their own planning. Yeah. Well, I, I did start out because Joel bought me that book mm-hmm. and that got me real excited. And I thought, well, this is such a great thing um, I would love to do. And I love reading. And so I look and I thought, well, this is perfect. So I organized this. I get on to the wild and free platform. And as it plays out. <laughs> uh, we decided because we are a resource center and I really wanted to have out of wild and free is very much about the family, but really focused on moms and to keep that role as the main thing for moms to get together and celebrate with their children. And so most of those events are mom events and we are all about that as well. But, um, from our first event, we had a mom that was sick and couldn't make it. And so she wanted to bring, she's texted and said, is my husband's going to be going, he'll be bringing the kids. And so, um, I still wanted to honor the wild and free, uh, contract, you know, that we would do that. But Mm -hmm. then we just saw fit because we work with moms and dads for our, for what we do. So we kind of, I probably still have my, if you go to the wild and free website, you might still see the De Pere green Bay group. That is this book group and with Jenny Tetzner, but that now I don't really work with anymore. So you can just come to www.homeschoolloft.com and you can find out that's where that, that very thing, if you go to the wild and free group, you're going to actually find 
the same book club, same style, same exact everything. And I will say, if you purchase that book that we'll have in the links, that wild and free book club group, it's such a great, like Tina said, starting point. It's really great. I, I didn't really follow it gave me ideas. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I did, I don't think was Charlotte's web actually in the book. Maybe it was, I can't I remember. So. I didn't, I didn't use the book to plan right. those events, but. Right. So a person does not have to use the wild and free platform. It could That's be as right. simple That's as right. I know some people yeah. email me and we're exactly. going to have a little gathering. Yeah. And right? you can pick whatever books you want. Yeah. We recommend, you know, of course, wild, the wild and free platform is beautiful and it's wonderful. And especially if you don't have a, a location like we do, mm-hmm. you know, we are a resource center. We do deal with a lot of moms and dads all the time. And so it was almost working with two platforms then yeah. it was kind of yeah. an awkward thing. So right. that's just how come we kind of branched out and had our own thing, but um, it's a great place to get started. And even if you, um, you don't know where to begin. This is where that book comes in. in, If you're new to this and you're having to, um, you know, use your full-time mom skills with Mm -hmm. your own kiddos Mm -hmm. and you're not the best planner, you don't want to think that the book literally tells you every single thing. It gives you all of these ideas, things to talk about, book discussion questions, all of it. I highly, highly recommend the book. But you don't need the book. You can do whatever you want. Right. But then like, I'm thinking about like local homeschool groups, yeah. right? Yeah. If I'm a mom, let's say I, my kids are seven and eight years old and I, I'm listening here and I'm like, I want to get that book. Yes. I want to do yes. that. It literally could be as simple as talking to other families yeah. in your homeschool group that already yes. exists. You exactly. don't have to go out on the internet and, and right. get people to come you from don't. all different no. things. No, no, no. It could be. Three yeah. or four other families that you yeah. just happen to know already Amen. and just have a fun. That's right. Book. Let's say I didn't know anything about the platform. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, I just happened, you know, Joel gave me the book and then I knew Tina Hollenbeck had yeah. two girls mm-hmm. and I had two kids and I say, Hey Tina, let's just do this. And then Tina said, well, I have my friend Vivian and she'd love to do it too. And great. Bring all her herds of kids along. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> do you see how quickly this can grow? But this is a great way I know. And we hear this from people. A lot of you want to start something. Yeah. And we're here to tell you, you can. It is that easy. Start simple. I know that they have a book similar to that as well. The Wild and Free, uh, which is a nature, a nature, uh, nature walks, nature study, just getting the kids out, meeting together. The cool thing about the book is they give you ideas of how to do that. So. And like you said, too, sometimes you, you see somebody else's ideas and that gets the, that's for exactly. having for me too. me too. It gets the wheels turning for other ideas. Yeah. I have talked to so many moms, um, you know, different online groups, but they're online and they're like, I don't know of any other homeschoolers in my area. There's not, well, there, maybe they know a couple, but they don't know of a group. Right. Yeah. And some of them will say, I'm thinking about starting a group, but how do I do that? Yeah. This, this is such a simple way. Start with a book club and then it could become a whole bunch of other stuff over time, but you have to meet the people face to face. Yeah. And this is exactly how you do that. Yeah. And the kids, you know, it's so much more than just the book, right? Mm -hmm. I know we, we, that's what it's called, but it's so much more than that. The kids get to know each other. Now we've had how many, and it hasn't even been that many, Right, but already they're becoming friends and they're hanging out. And um, it's just, it's a great thing. Don't think you have to start big with a big co-op. It doesn't need to be that way. Start small, start with something just as simple as meeting over a great book. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. So 
See if you can answer this one. Oh, probably not. Sometimes the moms and the, the dads think their kids don't like to read, yes. whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they sign up for a book club like this. And so they're going to read Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe between January 1st and the, the middle of February. Yeah. Okay. How, as a parent, if I haven't ever done read-alouds like this with my older kids, the last time I did that, we were reading picture books and they were four and five yes. years old. yes. Jenny, how can parents kind of prioritize and make sure that that read aloud thing happens in their home? Yeah. Well, I think that first, first and foremost, you, you are always holding office as the parent. Okay. And so with the cool thing about homeschooling is you get to pick and choose how, you know, what you place as importance. Okay. Mm -hmm. So for, for my family, we always, you know, when Joel and I, when I was pregnant actually with Noah, Mm -hmm. we prayed about this. We said, Lord, we loved reading so much. (laughs) Like we want our children to be readers. Okay. Well, that's easy to, to just say we had to take action on that. We prioritized reading. Um, reading was something we started with every single morning. You know, we would read God's word, do devotionals, but read alouds was a thing for us. We always did. I mean, books were our main deal period. So when I say that the parents hold office and if reading is your priority, then that's what needs to be done. And you have to, you know, examine yourself and see, remember everything that we do at home is modeling. You're not pretending to be their teacher. You're just living life with your children, modeling what it is that you want your children to be doing Mm -hmm. because they'll pick up on the good and the bad. So reflect on yourself. Are you reading books in front of them that they could be excited? Are you excited for the book that you're going to share with them? What is your, or are you drudgingly grabbing Charlotte's web and (laughs) come on kids? What is your attitude towards reading? Uh, let's highlight that. I'm going to say that again. What is your attitude toward reading? Sitting on your phone in the living room. I know that's reading. You think you're reading, but your three-year-old probably can't comprehend that that's actually what you're doing. So they're not going to pick a book. They have to see the book. So if you were to sign up for this group, let's say you're going to sign up for at the homeschool loft, you want to get in on the line, the witch in the wardrobe. I would start right away. You know, we give the parents about four to six weeks or whatever. And I don't know, is that the time period? Yeah. I mean, the, I think the sign up can be open at any time for line, yeah. the witch in the wardrobe now, but knowing that people are going to get busy in the holiday season. Exactly. In my mind, I thought they're going to probably read it early January. And with that being said, busy, there's the word right there. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what I recommend is immediately when you hear about the next book, we're going to be reading, (laughs) start reading it. There's no time constraints except that you don't. Now here's what, here's what I think is critical. Remember this whole thing. Yes, it is an adventure. And yes, we do fun things and we play games and we eat great food and we, we hang out and we do all these things with friends, but The reason is the book. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, it's not recommended that your children show up not having read the book. Right. All right. Because remember, the reason we're doing this is to get them excited to become readers. Mm -hmm. And the only way you can get them excited to become readers is to read and to place importance on reading, to prioritize reading, Mm -hmm. and to be excited about reading yourself. Yeah. And so you have to be reading the book 
each day, prioritize it, give it time. Life gets busy. Don't, mm-hmm. don't skip it. No, it's just a book. You're going to get through it. If you re- if you eat breakfast together every morning, read it a chapter over breakfast. Yeah. If uh, if bed if the evening before bedtime routine works, sit around, change your habit, and say we're, before we do teeth brushing and everything else, we're going to sit down and we're going to yeah. read a chapter. That would be pretty cool because Dad could be part of it too. Exactly. And that's even better than Mom and the kids. That's exactly <laughs> it. And you want to know something too, is you, it's okay. Give all of the children a turn. Even if they, they're not comprehending what they're reading, none of that matters at this point. It's going to be brought to life. The story will be brought to life. And that's the reason behind this anyway, is they'll remember little bits and pieces. They'll be listening to their older siblings read. Uh, you know, if they're sounding out, maybe they can read three words out of the book that you're reading. That's okay. What a privilege for them to be proud of it. But what we don't want is we don't want the children to come to the event and not have any idea who the characters are or anything, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I encourage Audible to a degree. I think Audible is a great resource, um, especially when you can find a real great reader on there. But if the kids are actively reading and you're reading too, meaning that you guys are verbally reading out loud and you're holding the book, okay, don't let Audible replace the book is what I'm saying. Have the book there. We're bringing the paper back, guys. Okay. <laughs> the paper back. Get it? We're bringing the paper book back. <laughs> Instead of just audible, have them hold. If, 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 there's, if you have a struggling reader and that's your only child, that's okay. Turn audible on or mom read out loud, but have them actually hold the book so they can be involved with the, the book itself. Those things stir a passion with your children. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of passion, you have a passion for the mandatory parent meetings. Oh, I have a passion. (laughs) So why, and, and I would say that you're going to tell us all about that, but even if you're just having a little group with three of your friend families, but you're going to have an event, I think you should plan this too. Yeah. So why do you make the parent meeting mandatory and what happens at those parent meetings that is so important for the the book party aspect? Yeah. Well. The word mandatory is already negative. <laughs> Let's start there. It's so weird. As homeschoolers, we're mandating this. Ex- Don't we try to get away from yes, that? Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. And I'm sure that's the approach, but it's all for a great, beautiful reason. And it's actually the highlight. It is the star of the show. <laughs> the mandatory meeting, first off, um, first I'll tell you kind of the nuts and bolts of it. And that is because we're a resource center who we have parents um, kind of ebbing and flowing. We are not a co-op, so we're not Uh always working with the same people all the time. We don't, sometimes people sign up for our stuff and, um, you know, for this group or the other groups that we have, Mm -hmm. and it's a one and done. Yeah. And we, we might not know who they are or they come in and we've never met them before. And so um, we're meeting with children and we take, uh, you know, the family life, we take that seriously at the homeschool loft. We take seriously families getting together. We're not a co-op. We're invested in, in this, this deal, you know, all the things that we do. It's your, a family your book club, not a children's book club. It's not right? a children's book club. And it's not, I'm going to entertain your children and then you're going to sit around. That's not what it's meant for. This is like Tina said, family. So we want to make sure that we all at this meeting, 
get to know each other. You know, when you come in, you sign your children up for the book club uh, and yourself and you, you're not familiar with the homeschool loft. Uh, we're not just a drop off service. We're not just here to entertain your children. We are about the family. We, we are about partnering with the parents for this event. We want to experience it with you. But we also want you to know what you're getting into. Be familiarize yourself with the homeschool loft and who we are, because we're strangers to some of these people. Mm-hmm. So it's it's important for us all to get to know each other. And um, it's a great way to see who has how many how many children do you have? Where are you from? Nice. People come all over to the from all over to the homeschool loft. Mm-hmm. So that's most important is we don't know each other. So signing up for an event and then just meeting somewhere when there's kids involved. And, you know, I think it's critical that we all do meet. Another reason is, um, well, this, I think we're going to change. Well, no, maybe not change things, but we've been, um, I usually, the venues that we use, I pay for it. And then we collect the money. That's right. the easiest way. So there's a small way. fee associated with a lot of the venues. Very small they're, they're fee. they're businesses. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. The fee is never anything big. Right. But, you know, I think it was like, what, five bucks for the pumpkin patch or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. But um, there's that. But the hugest reason, the best reason, the star of the show reason of why we have a mandatory homeschool parent meeting is because we release the secretive information. <laughs> what is that information? The location of the party. <laughs> Nobody knows about it ahead of time. And trust me, how many times do they email us saying, yes. we're, the, you, we're, I can't find where it's located. You're missing information. <laughs> and then no, they, everybody, not. all the parents talk amongst themselves, the moms on the groups and Tina and I say, nope, all the information is there. When you come to the parent manda- mandatory parent meeting, you'll find out the rest of the information. Right. Also, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, we, we always do keep our mandatory parent meetup, um, with no kids, Mm -hmm. except for if you're breastfeeding. And there's a reason for that too. And do you know what that reason is? Um, as moms and dads, we love our children so much. They usually steal all of our attention when we're talking to other adults. And so we are getting to know each other at this mandatory parent meeting. We are sharing um, information mm-hmm. and we're just, you know, talking about mom and dad stuff mm-hmm. and kids can easily get bored. Sure. And so we don't want to have our parents distracted you know, going after the kids running down the hall or anything else. So we just say, yeah. come alone. It's, it's about an hour. Yep. Yep. To reiterate the, the financial thing, since the venues yeah. do sometimes charge, right. Yep. Yep. Um, it's now you so, don't have to have a venue that charges. No, no. Like our first say one, that. Christy and Steve's farm, That's that was right. just their farm. Exactly. Um, it's just so happens that we may choose a venue that has a, a fee, right? The nice thing, as I remember what you said about the Charlotte's Web thing is that the wonderful gentleman who runs Porter's Patch, right? Yeah. The policy there is the more you have in your group, the less per person, yes. right? So that yeah. was really nice that you had so many people. That was really good. But you've mentioned the fact that being able to gather that money and take care of those nuts and bolts 
beforehand makes the day itself so much easier, so much easier, less chaotic Then it's all just about the book party. There's none of these. Oh, who's got the checkbook? Who's got this? Who's got that? So if you can take care, no matter how you do it, if you're going to plan this in your own community, try to take care of those things ahead of time. And that's what your parent meeting. Yeah. And can I just say something about that too? One of the hardest things, and Tina knows this about me is um, I, I love people. And so I'm always um, going to want everybody to be happy and joyful. Okay. (laughs) And, but we've had to define, we've learned this. And so you guys, you who are wanting to start something like this, I think boundaries just need to be set straight up. Mm -hmm. And I've kind of learned this the hard way. Um, But, you know, and, and, and things do come up. I understand that wholeheartedly things do come up, but obviously if there's a sick child and the parent can't make the mandatory parent Mm -hmm. meeting, well, I get that. That's okay. Right. But but then there's also the opposite end of that. And and this falls on the responsibility of your parents. And that is to be truthful. Mm-hmm. And again, this comes with how badly do you want to incorporate this into your into your to be reader's life? You know, you have to take the steps, which means it's you you're gonna have to go to the meeting even if you don't want to see all of these things. I know as women, we get ourselves signed up for things and we're in a good mood at the time. And the next thing you know, we're like, shoot, why did I sign up for that? And then you're looking for every excuse to back out of the the situation. And that can get really sticky when you're a people pleaser like myself, Uh because then I'm, I want all of the moms and dads uh, to show up, but I also don't want them to you know, have this yucky feeling about it. So I have learned that moving forward, we always, we have boundaries and these are our boundaries. The boundaries matter for getting to know each other, for finding out about the information, for collecting the money. The gentleman at the Porter's Patch, you know, he, he point blank just said it's so much easier and faster if we have one payment. Yeah, for sure. We don't all have to wait in line, all 50 people with kids running around and do this whole thing. (laughs) So with that being said, boundaries are an important thing. Um, Before I ask you your next question, I'm going to put a quick plug and we'll put this link in the notes as well. If you're thinking, okay, I want to do this. Um, I don't have a friend with a farm where they have a fence where I can paint. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Or maybe I, I want to look at all the venues in your area. On the Homeschool Resource Roadmap, there is a link for field trip venues Mm. all around the country of the United States. And it's serious, you guys. All around Canada, every single province. Okay, I haven't done Europe yet. Okay. Um, But uh, there'll be a link in the notes about this. If, If you're living near Fayetteville... North Carolina. I hope that's North Carolina. Forgive me if it's South Carolina. I think it's North Carolina. If you're living near there and you're like, well, what are some places where I could host book parties? Yes. Go on the homeschool resource roadmap, go on the field trip venue list and look up Fayetteville and all the little communities because they're listed by community. So even if you're in the area of Green Bay where we are, Jenny can do this for the next one because we don't know yet where Lion the Witch and the Wardrobe no, is going to be. Yeah, we actually And do even not if know. we did, we wouldn't tell you. Yeah, true. <laughs> so it's gonna be magical, I can tell you yes, that. Yes. Okay. So um what's one of the biggest blessings, Jenny, that you've seen for, for yourself, for the families involved from having the book club parties that you've done so far? The joy of the children. Mm. It's it's so beautiful that all of these kiddos come together 
and they are so excited about the the story. They're so excited about the characters in the book and they're pretending to be the characters. And, you know, the parents are all meeting each other as well. They're all standing around getting to know each other. And I love just playing all the games with the kiddos and doing all of those things. And it is that it is the family bonding is really what it comes down Mm to. And it's, it's just, uh, I think for a lot of people who are new to homeschooling, you kind of sometimes feel like you're in a little bubble in a way, unless you're in a big co-op. Right. And not everybody wants to be in a big co-op. No, I wouldn't. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, these types of things are easy. They're yeah. easy to implement into your day because it's, it's a once a month kind of a deal. Yeah. And, uh, and building community, but in a safe and, setting, Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And coming together with something in common. Yeah. You know, yeah. you've all read the book. Everybody's right? read the book. Yeah. That's good. Yep. All right, my friend, any parting thoughts? That is it. <laughs> I think that sums it up well. I think that, um, If this has been something that's on your heart and you really want to become involved with starting something like this in your area, it's just like Tina said, listen, you don't need to have a lot of people. You might know a couple moms. That's okay. Get together with just those couple of moms. I promise you it will grow. Other moms will say, well, what are these moms doing? And they're going to want to join in. But, um, Reading is everybody's biggest fear, it seems, when they start homeschooling, is to get those kiddos reading. And this is a beautiful entry into that world of adventure, into that world of reading. Because even if your littles don't understand yet, it doesn't matter. They're going to understand the camaraderie, the excitement, the games, the eating. They're going to understand all of that. (laughs) And it's going to be tied into this book. And then, you know, as they grow, they'll say, oh, yeah. Yeah. So if you are interested in joining us and you live in our area, uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin, De Pere area, we also, that's, that's where we are, but we have parents, uh, families come from all over. So you can do that. Um, I would just say, go to our website. Should I say it again for you? www.homeschoolloft.com and look for our next reading adventure. Also know that you are able and you always have been able because God equipped you. Be blessed, my friends. Mm